For a time, we tried to contact him by radio, but no response. Yes, y'all. Welcome into the Friday night, late night happy hour edition of the Dunmarks Podcast. Breaking down AEW's Revolution, <clears throat> scheduled for this coming Sunday. Uh, a little weird to have AEW pay-per-view on a Sunday night. I got used to them being on Saturdays, kind of like how NXT used to be. So, completely different feel for this pay-per-view being on a Sunday night. Um, however, uh, you know, looking at the card... Revolution last year was probably their best pay-per-view, um, top to bottom. It got high high regards, high high praise, and and I think it got if we went over last week, if I remember correctly, during the awards recap, we did um, got rated uh, number one pay-per-view for the year. It did. So, um, interesting to see how they how they come out the gates. Uh, for this one here, it's a stack card. We'll get into the predictions in a little bit, but I just wanted to get everybody's thoughts on the go home show this week from Wednesday night, since there was a lot that happened, um, a lot that went down, uh, a lot to lead into a pay per view, which was a little refreshing um, compared to other promotions and how they do go home shows, which just is basically another episode of of you know Monday night or Friday night. Um, Nothing special to get you excited for the pay per view, but uh, what's everybody's thoughts on the go home show? Would you see Wednesday night? Would you like would, what you didn't like? What are you excited for as far as the, the upcoming card on Sunday? <coughs> I like the I liked Wednesday night. I thought it was actually a solid go home show. One of the better go home shows I've watched in a while, really. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I thought it was it was refreshing. Like I said, I, I have uh, I have some excitement. From the end of the, you know, end of Dynamite, not the end specifically, mm. but just Dynamite ending as a whole. And then they, it, right after, went into the Countdown to Revolution show that they did, um, which was done really well. Mm. That, that production on those shows, when they do them, is uh, almost on par equally with what WWE does. Um, but for an hour long special breaking down each match, kind of get that that HBO, you know, twenty four seven feel. Um, some of the other, you know, UFC uh, breakdowns that they do for for their pay per view. So overall, got me really excited for the card. Um, you know, I, I'm excited for the matches and that uh, specifically on the go home show. A lot, a lot went down. I mean, yeah. It was mm-hmm. it was filled with stuff um, storyline wise for just regular dynamite and then obviously stuff for the pay per view. Um, you know, you kick off the show with Shaq and Jade versus Cody and Red Velvet, which I was I enjoyed the match thoroughly. <laughs> I thought Shaq I thought Shaq did well. Um, you know, given his age, hasn't really been in a ring before. Um, you know, had a couple stare offs, maybe a one off match here or there, but. I thought I thought Shaq showed up and and did really well in the ring on Wednesday night. Yeah, he did his job. Yeah, he played his part. He played it well too. Yeah, that's what I mean. He he played a big monster. Like, Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah, like interacting with the the audience and all mm-hmm. that stuff. You know, with the gun club and everything. Doing everything think, with the Nightmare Family. I think it was like you don't really realize how big Shaq is, but when he walked out and kind of had to like duck under the, <laughs> the, the circle, the entrance that they come through and you know comes out on that, and then he gets in the ring and you're just looking at him, you're like, geez, oh man, like mm-hmm. just the mammoth of a human being. Like yeah, whatever um whenever Jade was posing, then he came out and stood behind her and Jade's a big girl and he was yeah, behind her was I mean, like, she, whoa. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so no, I thought I thought he I thought he did well. Um, you know, don't know if anything will come about with him getting back in the ring again. You know, they had the little uh disappearing act in the ambulance after he got stretchered out when Shivani Rudely uh, opened up the the back of the ambulance door to get a comment from Shaq <laughs> on the match. Uh, so yeah, we'll 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 see if if he makes his return. Um, you know, if he does later on down the road, I you know it wouldn't surprise me. Um, you Is know, he going to be the Hall of Fame announcement? <laughs> no, can't be. No. Can't be. <laughs> 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 I mean, no, not at all. Uh, I mean, Tony Khan did say that it is a it is a guy and it is a wrestler. Like okay, so, so yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like we got someone chiming in yeah, on that. Someone... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, that's that. That's not a bad guess. Um, you know, it has been speculated out a lot with with Lesnar. Um, technically, he is a free agent right now. He he is not officially signed signed with WWE. I don't know if Brock fits AEW though. Um, would it be a huge get and a huge coup for for them to pull Lesnar over? Absolutely, it would be. Are they going to come up more, more than twenty million? Because that's what he got paid last year by WWE to have what <laughs> three matches. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't I don't know if I know Tony Khan's pockets are deeper than Vince's, but I don't know if he's going <laughs> to. Drop twenty five mil for Lesnar to come in to do a couple shots. Yeah, uh, I mean I, I, it's possible. I mean they 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 have like you said they have the money, but I mean Bobby Lashley is not scared to say the name Brock Lesnar right now. So usually if you're not under contract, you know you're you're invisible to them. <laughs> yeah, I mean you know Punk already tweeted out that it's not him. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark Madden here in in Pittsburgh um, of WCW fame from back in the day, prominent radio host. He said that it's going to be Kurt Angle um, is who he predicts the signing will be. I'm not really sure, you know, a Hall of Fame talent. Like, that's a slim, slim list um, from people that are available that that I can think of off the top of my head just running through names. Um, available free agents wise, you know, Ryback was a hot name for a while there. I don't see him as a Hall of Fame talent. Um, <laughs> somebody asked, yeah. somebody said Ken Shamrock today. No, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> because they was like, they didn't say wrestling Hall of Fame, they just said a Hall of Fame. They well, and that's why so, I brought up to you guys, you know. James Harrison, uh, former linebacker from the Steelers, has a lot of clips going around about him training wrestling-wise. So, like, you know, he's Johnny made it of- seem like 
Tony made it seem like this is going to be one of those people that it's water cooler talk come Monday. And he said yeah, that it was he said it was one of his favorite wrestlers of all oh, time. So, yeah. I think that's us. It's us four going. <laughs> what, if it, what if it's the big show just swerving and saying it's himself? Like how big of a how big of a heat magnet would that be coming out the gate? Well, hey, week one, baby face and heel turn all in the same week. Why not? <laughs> I like I liked him acknowledging that whenever he uh on dynamite this week. You know, the first thing. Yeah, was it, you got wasn't expecting this turn. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, hopefully, look, I mean, it's been hyped up. You know, AEW has done a good job with surprises as far as their signings and how they've rolled them out. Um, obviously, you know, Paul White's a name that I wasn't expecting to see signed with AEW. Had no idea Sting was in the fold to even come back, um, given his situation and his history. Um, you know, Miro, I kind of thought was a was a done deal to them once he got released. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, I mean, they kept Moxley hidden, uh, although a lot of people were saying it. But I mean, it still led to a buzz because you know John Moxley showed up in AEW, like. Yeah. I don't know who's out there. Maybe somebody that I can't, that I'm just completely overlooking that once they announce it, I'll go, how did we not see that one coming? But I hope, hopefully it lives up to the hype. I, I don't want it to be a complete so, letdown because it, it, it has gotten a lot of the chatter and talk the last few weeks. So I, th- I think CM Punk's always going to be that guy that just because of just cause, AEW yeah. trying to get him, it's all, he's always going to be there. I would love it if it's him. I don't think it will be, but you never know. Um, so you, I if, mean, you got you know two surprises. Um, you know, besides the new signee that Paul White said um, in his announcement, mm-hmm. Tony Khan they were supposed to announce the last man in the ladder match, uh, face of the Revolution ladder match, but they didn't end up doing that on Wednesday. So that's still to be determined as far mm-hmm. as that goes. Um, Could it be the same person? It may be. You never know. Maybe. Um, I don't see Kurt Angle coming in and doing a ladder match. Um, you know, I, I really, if it is Kurt, I really want, want to like to know how much he can go because look how much he couldn't really go at the end of his WWE run. Yeah. You know, like he, when, when he was done, he was done. Like, yeah, you know, it, it didn't, you know, it, it wasn't like, all right, he still has some in the tank. Like he was done and you can yeah. see it. Like, so, and it wasn't, yeah, because he just, didn't want to it's like he said his body was locking up on him and he just couldn't move the way he used to and and it's a shame because i I would i would love to see kurt still doing it in the ring like he used to be able to but you know sometimes time just isn't you know that courteous of people all right uh what on dynamite um so yeah we had the announcement there cody shack match was good shack played his part well um i i enjoyed um the Six man between Jurassic Express, Tali, FT, Tali and FTR. Nice touch with JJ Dillon coming yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Um, the old JJ title. throwing the shoe in the ring, <laughs> throwing yeah. the shoe in the ring. Just instant, yeah. you know the 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 spring, you know the springboard suplex. Just classic Tully. Yeah. If if he would have only got in the ring and did that move, it would have been worth him getting back yeah. in the ring. Um, I like I, I like whenever um, 
I forgot who was outside, and he was about to fly through the ropes, and he just walked away with like, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, yeah, the, 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 the stop and the little <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm not doing it. I, no joke. I, I literally lifted off my seat a little bit. Like, is he really about to do this? <laughs> yeah, and then, uh, you know, then you have the, you know, the reveal, Sean Spears back in the fold, officially joining them. Um, as a group now, uh, what I found, I mean, the most interesting thing, part of that, which we've talked about this months ago when we first started up the pod, Chris, was yeah. Arn Anderson coming out and throwing up a four horseman sign. Yeah. And JJ, you know, JJ in the ring, Telly in the ring, JJ throwing it back. Um, Dax kind of did it before the match and then pulled it down real quick. So, you know, I don't know if they will get a, a fourth member in the group. Because um, right now, if you're kind of looking, you know, classic horseman lineup-wise, comparing it, you know, obviously FTR would be your Tully and Arn. Sean Spears would be your, your Mongo. Wyndham. He'd be your Wyndham, not Mongo. you crazy. <laughs> That's what you decide to chime in with. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. <laughs> for 13 minutes and you chime in with Mongo <laughs> nah, but I mean like you know Tully or Sean Spears can can fit into that Wyndham role um but you're missing a a, a, a flair <clears throat> you know that 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 head of the head of the group um that that braggadocious character out there and I don't know who you would bring in to be in that role. So um, maybe Arn, do you think Cody could fill that role? Do you think he would be big enough for that? Or would he, or do you consider him still a Sean Spears level? Like not there yet. No, Cody. I know, I, where, you, I know where you're at, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even have to chime in on this one. <laughs> I, think, I think Cody could, I think Cody could do it. No doubt about it. But, He's so heavy with the Nightmare family that if he were to swerve them and join and it'd be like, you know, the opposite of Dusty, like who in the Nightmare family is going to step up to play the babyface in peril that, you know, that the, the foil to the horseman that Dusty was? Um, yeah. You know, Dustin's, <clears throat> Dustin's too... Not that he's too well. Yeah, he's too old. So like, you're not gonna have Dustin do that. I don't know if there's anybody else there. I just don't see Cody. I see Arn turning on the Nightmare Family and joining them before I see Cody leaving. Okay. So go ahead, Jason. I know you got something. I got nothing. I'm good. Why do we even have you on this? You don't even watch the show. <laughs> So there, so there was He's that. WWE um, Jason for a reason. Yeah, <laughs> there, there was that, which was good. Um, you know, and we have the the theme throughout the show with the the barbed wire exploding barbed wire death match. Uh, love the touch of having Onita talk mm -hmm. and, and yeah. go through it. You have the the master of the match, the inventor of the match. Um, you know, they were able to to pull old footage. From, from some of those matches. Um, and I just, I felt like that was, that was done really well to 
build and set up the match. I, you know, I said my biggest worry about doing a match like this was that they weren't going to be able to build to it properly for it to be pulled off. And I think having him on Wednesday night and him talking about it and going in depth about it and breaking it down, I think that was a really nice touch yeah. for the build yeah. to to go along with the actual breakdown of the history between them two who realistically they've been tied at the hip since Moxley came into the company. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sold on that match and I'm looking forward to it for sure. Yeah. Especially um, since they only announced it, what, like two, three weeks ago, it already felt like it's been like months and months, like a month, a month build for it. Yeah. Like the match itself. It feels like it. Right. And I think that's, I think that's, you know, that's a compliment to them to, to be able to pull that off in a mm-hmm. you know, two to three week span. But it also goes back to having history in the short period of time that the company has been around, but it's not a continuous history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they, they've weaved in and out and, and have intersected with each other at multiple points, but it hasn't been just constantly thrown in your face for five weeks in a row being involved in mixed matches, tag matches, singles matches, DQ matches, count out matches, and then, oh, we have a favorite match. <laughs> and if you would have asked me three months ago when they had their first, when Kenny Omega won the title, you know, okay, in three months we're going to have Omega and Moxley again at the pay-per-view. Do you think you're going to like that match? I would have said, no, it's going to be built up. Three months is going to be way too long, and it's going to be overplayed, and I don't feel that way going into the pay-per-view. Yeah, not at all. Um so looking forward to that uh, street fight, much of the same as it has been built up between Darby and Sting and Team Taz. Um, you know, we'll see how that how that plays out. I believe we're going to get a cinematic version, but I could be wrong. I, you know, mm-hmm. they haven't hinted at that at all. And normally, Tony Tony Khan in, in press week leading up to a pay per view will will divulge <clears throat> details, and he hasn't said anything about it being cinematic. So maybe we're actually going to get Sting in a street fight. I mean, after he took that power bomb two or three weeks ago, whenever it was, I mean, it's definitely possible it's going to happen in the ring. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. So, <laughs> all right, anything else from Dynamite that caught your guys' eye before we uh, before we get started here on breaking down the card? Dive right in. Mm-hmm. Oh, what did you think about the the main event and leading to the melee with the the tag team battle royale? I never care for their brawls whenever they make no sense like that. And that that's how I felt that it was just a brawl to have a brawl. It didn't that that aspect of that brawl didn't hype me up for the event at all. Were you upset that Hangman and Silver were the main event against Hardy and Mark Quinn on a dynamite on a go? I, I wasn't expecting that. I yes, either expected the Cody Shack or I expected uh, the FTR uh, Jurassic Express match to be the main event. Yeah, I saw a lot of a lot of people were were uh, I was I was watching NXT live. Um, how we alternate, Chris, week to week. So I had NXT on the draw mm-hmm. this past Wednesday. So a lot of people in that comment section were saying, you know, Heyman uh, and Page are the main event, and you had. Fowler and strong, but ratings wise, it didn't much matter. They they completely <laughs> crushed them. So, yeah. um, there's that. Oh, before we break down the card, one last thing from Dynamite. I cannot buy the young bucks on the microphone at all. <laughs> at all, can't do it. Can't do it. It doesn't come off natural. It doesn't come off, you know, 
the the press the press junction of the news the press conference that MJF and Jericho had was was really good. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, <laughs> you know, I enjoyed the the questions that were asked, the people they had to ask questions. You, had, you know, Conrad. <laughs> Um, you know, representing Jay, Grilling Jr. and bringing up Sammy Guevara, um, <laughs> who would be a nice addition to the the latter match as the six man. Um, yeah, you know, but uh, you know, bringing up Sammy Guevara and having him, you know, lose their mind over that. I thought I felt it was a nice touch to show that it was uh, Santana who was the mastermind behind taking out Papa Buck. Um, to show, like I said, I need that that LAX yeah. mentality. Yeah, and if give if them something. Yeah, if we're coming <laughs> up with him, him, him being the mastermind and and you know going down that road, give me more of that from them too. Yeah. And every I, time I, Bischoff, and every time Bischoff comes with like a question, like these studious questions, <laughs> it always always, me. always multiple parts. Yeah, <laughs> and it's always him and Jericho, and them two are, are just great together, you know. But then the Young Bucks come out and they, like, you know, they're talking being personal and our dad who bought the built us our own ring at sixteen and this and that. Like, even the even the zinger on Jericho where it was like, oh, where would you, you know without AEW you'd be curtain jerking the opening mm-hmm. match down in a performance course, center, like. Yeah. That's a good line, but <laughs> I just it didn't have the the same impact you know, yeah. impact that a line like that should have. Like, mm-hmm. not like um, MJF's lines were during the during the segment. You felt like MJF's lines worked or didn't work? I, I felt that they worked. I I enjoyed the segment, the whole thing. I did feel that Young Bucks, you know, did take the segment down a slight. I didn't hate what. What their stuff was, but I can understand where you're coming from. You know, I, I don't know. It's just with their mic skills. I don't know. It's just something about the the way that they are on on the microphone, and even on the even on the countdown show that they played after. Like it, I don't know. In the match, you know, ring work wise, I'll watch Young Bucks all day long. Uh, it's just the the mic work. On dynamite, like on BTE, I I enjoy them on BTE. I like them. Like, I don't know. It's just something. It just just doesn't come off natural to me, where it should. Especially, mm-hmm. especially in this angle, whenever it was that personal of a thing, when they take out your dad, it, to me, it shouldn't come across like it's forced. And that's how I felt on Wednesday night. Like the, you know, it was a fourth. But we also of- discussed that last week, where we didn't think that that whole thing with. Uh, Papa Buck needed to be even brought into the equation at all, anyway. So, Jason, you keep looking like you got something to say. I mean, Uh (laughs) (laughs) are you like you look like you're ready to explode? Yeah, are you even even gonna give predictions tonight, or are you just gonna? I did some predictions. Look, I didn't watch the show, so I'm just saying, all right. So whatever I told you this morning was your feeling, right? Pretty much. So we had it And AEW got the back burner. Well, th- thanks for being a dumb mark. And let's, let's you predict the card. You predict. Let's get into the card. <laughs> Jesus. All right. This is not going to be in any type of order. Uh, the one thing that is going to be in order is we're going to start with the buy in the pre-show. First match is Riho and Thunder Rosa versus Dr. Britt Baker and Reba. 
Rebel. <laughs> now, Rebel may be legitimately hurt, so Britt Baker may be able to select her own partner. Um, okay. I, I don't know if that's work or if that's shoot. Uh, I've seen indications of both, so we'll see if she can go. Um, if not, interesting to see who Britt Baker will select as a partner for herself if she if Reba Rebel can't go. Um, I think this is a good pre-show match. Like, I got no problem with it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, give 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 women another another uh, showcase on on the card. Um, I think it'll be a good match. To, you know, all four of them can go. I, so I got no problem with it. There's history between you know Britt with Rio and Britt with Thunder Rosa, obviously. So I got no problem with this match being on the pre-show. Um, I'll go. I'll go baby faces. I'll go Thunder Rosa and Rio with the win. Okay. I will go with uh, Britt and Reba. <laughs> Rebel. <laughs> uh, and I think it's time for uh, Britt Baker's juices to start up and time for her women's title shot. So it's time for her yeah. to get rolling and double or nothing. I think she's going to get that title shot. So it's time to get her started. I'm going to go Rosa and Rio. Okay. I'm going to agree with Donald. I, I think it's time to keep moving Britt forward. I, I honestly expected her to be in the uh, title match of the pay-per-view. So, yeah, I think, granted, you know, you just brought Rio back to and she had her loss. So either way, you're getting someone losing that, you know, they're probably going to try to build back up again. But I think there's more money to have on Britt than to put it on Rio. All right. Hopping in the main card in no particular order. Let's just run it, run through it how we see fit. We're gonna start off with Miro and Kip Sabian versus Best Friends team of Orange Cassidy and Chuck Taylor this week. Yeah, so I wonder if this if uh, if this was the original plan or if this was what they came up with um, after Trent got hurt. I'm not really sure about that. Uh, however, Miro's promo on Wednesday night seemed to indicate that he's done playing. The games as he said um and is going to bring the destruction so let this be the finale of it let's get Mero up in the singles mm-hmm. competition and get him running um and elevate him up the card because you know i i would love to see a Mero kenny omega match i think that would be something stylistically um that people would would be really into but you got to get Mero going at some point, yeah, his tongue down there. You, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm just like you putting that man in the class above his class. You don't see you don't see Mero as a main eventer, no, but you saw Rusev as a main eventer, right? No, I didn't. Uh, I was, I was, thinking, I was saying chat, his chat was over. I know, I was saying like you saw Rusev, but you don't see Mero. <laughs> I don't see Rusev in the main event either. Wow, what about him? Ah, tenable oh, tenable yep. <laughs> <laughs> This is going to be the recurring gag every week. <laughs> it only does it with this background. I'm going to have to stop <laughs> using this background. <laughs> I go with uh, I go with Miro and uh, Kip over there. I'm with Steve. I'm ready for a mirror to destroy people. I look for them to win, and then I look for a mirror to turn on Kip and just beat up everybody in the ring. 
Like I'm sick of this comedic act that he's got going on. So that's kind of how I'm feeling. I'm gonna go with Miro and Sabian too, but don't put him above where he belongs. All right. <laughs> what about him does not? What 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 is it to you that that doesn't make him? Or you don't think he can reach a main event status? I don't think. I don't think. He doesn't, have whole, he doesn't have the whole package. Okay. All right. I mean, his mic skills have gotten a little better, but mm-hmm. I don't see him as, like, there yet. Maybe possibly down the line in a couple years. Not, not soon. It would, it would be odd to see Orange Cassidy lose on a pay-per-view. Um but I, I think in this scenario, I think I, I, I prefer to see Miro and Kip go over Cassidy and Trent. They don't, or you know, and Chucky. They don't. They don't need it. Honestly, it's not going to hurt them to take a loss here. Um, I, I kind of see that. I'm hoping this is the end of this storyline. So I'm, I'm kind of expecting Cassidy and Chuck to win this match. Like you guys, I do want Miro and and Kip to win because I do think it is time to finally pull the trigger on Miro. Um, I I'll agree more with Jason on this than than Steve. I think we need to he needs to get pushed, but I'd rather see him slowly build up and maybe start with a Darby Allen first rather than jumping up to a Kenny Omega. But okay. you know, they get fans they want. So let me let me let me. Let me <laughs> I'm I'm not necessarily talking about him going from a tag match on revolution to him main eventing against Omega at the next pay-per-view. But I like the matchup. So like if it's something that develops and, and, and it pulls off, you know what I mean? Like stylistically, I just, I think them two in the ring would be really good. Yeah. When he debuted, what did they call him on the AEW? Man, the best man. Uh, they, he had a second name for him too. Um, I don't know Bulgarian Bruiser or something like that, but whatever I forget what that name was, and I'll I'll look that up for tomorrow. And that's what they need to get him to. Not best man gimmicky stuff. It's it's some Bulgarian Bulgarian brute. Wasn't the Bulgarian brute? That was WWE, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So it was something like that. But it wasn't memorable because the four of us can't remember. <laughs> I liked it when they did it, but that's the character he needs to evolve to finally. It wasn't mm-hmm. Ravish Rusev. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's next? Uh, I think this is going to be Jason's favorite match on the card the big money match between <laughs> Hangman versus Matt Hardy. <laughs> now, look, Jay's going to shit on this because he doesn't like Matt Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, definitely. But I'm a Hangman fan. I like Hangman. Listen, I he's my guy. I I have enjoyed this story. I've enjoyed the story. I enjoyed how we got to this point and how we're having a, a uh, you know a stipulation match um, that, that makes sense based off of the story they told. So like, I'm all I'm all for it. Like I, I I'm glad it's happening. Um, you know, them, I didn't realize them two were as familiar with each other as they were. Um, you know, on the countdown show, they they went into the history of them and how Matt Hardy actually booked Hangman on Omega shows in North Carolina back whenever he was running Omega. So, like, there there's a lot of history there that's you know ten plus years in the making. So, um, knowing that part of the backstory 
the way that they've interacted leading up to this match has made even more sense. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm here for it. Um, I got Hangman. To me, Hangman is Hangman is that next level. Jay, um, you know, he needs to be back up and, and given serious contention to being a number one contender. And you know, him getting a build up to face Omega for the strap would be nice, uh, considering all their history that they've had. Exactly. So. That's a story in of itself that can be told um, and, a, and a good challenger for Omega. Um, so, yeah, give me Hangman going over Hardy and getting all the cash for the first <laughs> quarter earnings from Big Money Matt. I go with the same thing, Hangman, for sure. Time to build up his contract, but I'm going with Hangman. Mm-hmm. You weren't going to swerve us and pick Big Money Matt? Oh, damn. <laughs> are you enjoy, are you enjoying this version of Matt Hardy, this big money Matt character? Me? Yeah. Oh, when he talks, I just mute it. I can't. I can't. I can't take him at all. Like, which uh, 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 which gimmick of uh, Matt Hardy you like the most? Maybe uh, when he was with what is it, Shane? Not Shane. Um, Shannon. Oh, uh, the version one. one. The version yeah. one. Version that would have been the last time I liked Hardy. No, <laughs> he was in WWE, so you wouldn't have seen no. anything in Impact. <laughs> yeah. I, I should, shouldn't even ask. <laughs> you made the answer before you asked the question. <laughs> I mean, his, the big money, the big money Matt gimmick that he's doing now is different than the big money Matt gimmick that he did in Impact. So, yeah. like, he's even taken that and turned it and twisted it into something that's completely different. And both of them work. Um, I'm glad to see that, you know, the broken Matt Hardy version that came over initially. I think if the pandemic didn't hit, we would have gotten that character more because the crowd would have been there. Mm-hmm. And it would have been, I think it would have gotten over better. But without the crowd and everything else, and then the issues between him and Guevara and the stuff that happened in their matches that you know were unforeseen um, and, and dangerous for both individuals, that feud was snake bitten from the get go. Um, so no, I, I like where he's at. I like what he's doing right now, um, and I'm you know I think this is a good this is a good start for Hangman to get back on the on the right track again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he absolutely needs to start getting back on the right track because. You know, when he, when Jericho beat him for the title originally, we said the build for Hangman just needs to be slow and eventually get him to being, why do we care about Hangman? And I think 2020 and so far in 2021, we've gotten that. And, you know, he they they played off the Dark Order stuff, and last week on BT they, they did the thing of him basically saying that him and the Dark Order are like friends with benefits now. So. Right. You know, they'll, they'll support him, but, you know, he's not officially a part of the group. And um, I, I think that's perfect for him right now to be a part of and while he's doing this. It does more for Hangman to win this match than it does for Matt Hardy to win. And I want to, and I'm invested in this story with Hangman, and I'd want to see him keep going forward. He got to lose the alcoholic gimmick. I think it'll it get ha- there. It, it, but it hasn't been as. It, it hasn't been yeah, as prevalent probably. as it yeah. as it was whenever he yeah. was attacked. Whenever they, you know he was doing yeah. it with the tag team stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean. But I know like you still catch him in the bar every now and then on a promo. Oh uh, yeah, he's yeah. like yeah on the on the countdown show he's in the bar holding a drink. You know, 
<laughs> but yeah, it's not it's not it's not being as as prevalent. You yeah. know what I mean? So I'm I think that's that. I think that'll be like when the light switch turns on for him. That you know we'll see that next elevation of him going towards the title and maybe leading to the match with Kenny Omega. You know yeah. we'll we'll see a step back, but yeah, right now it, it is what it is. All right, next match. All right, well, next we're going to go into the Casino uh, Tag Team Royale for a future AEW World Tag Team Championship match. There's a lot of tag teams in here. I, I couldn't list them all, so. Yeah, I believe there's what? There's 10, 10 tag teams total, 20 men um, yeah. in the ring. And here's my question to you guys. So for those of you that don't follow along on AEW Dark, uh, SCU said that the next time that they lose a match, they will no longer tag anymore and that'll be the end of it now is that is that kazarian and, and, and daniels daniels okay scorpio is off on his own um okay i know so, he's match, match. so if they no. lose if they lose this match does this mean that they're done or no because it wasn't officially a, a, a like an official tag match and two is this the start of their run to go up against the Young Bucks, and the Young Bucks end up beating them, and that's how they retire. They go out facing the Bucks. And that a la, a la Sean and Rick moment type deal for Mania, they get their Bucks SCU moment, and the Bucks are the ones to retire them. Daniels is over 50. He does a lot of stuff backstage. Heavily He's that involved. talent. Yeah, he- heavily involved with talent. Um, so this is their last run, I think, I'm going to go with SCU to win this and start down that road towards that match. Yep. I agree also too, because they have so much history with the Bucks. So it's only right for them to be retired by the Bucks. So SCU. Now, how does this one work? Is this the once you're, once you're one person goes over, you're out. Yeah. Both so. members have to be eliminated in order. To oh, be both both both. Be. Okay. okay. Yeah. Both. All right. Okay. <sighs> So you, you could have the same tag team in there, or you could just have one number at the end of the match. But Yeah, I mean, I, like I said, SCU, my second one would be Phoenix and Pac would be a, a dark horse. You'd be okay with that. Not that SCU is not a dark horse because they are, but um, no. yeah. Jason, you got anybody? I'm going to just go silver. I don't know who's all in it. He's in it. Silver He's in There's three Dark Order teams in this match, so yeah. Silver yeah. isn't one of them. Silver's and Reynolds. Silver, <laughs> Silver, Silver and Reynolds, uh, Uno and Grayson, and then you have five and ten are the, the three Dark Order teams. Yeah, I like Silver, so yeah, I'd, I'd be okay with him, too. Um, <laughs> I'm, he didn't make it serious. I, I didn't, you know. I didn't factor SCU in with that, Steve. Um, I, I'm thinking more it's an actual match to eliminate them, but this could, you know, if they do that story, I, I don't hate that. Um, so, yeah, if they win, I'm, I'm cool with that. My team um, that I'm thinking is going to win this match is going to be uh, Santana and Ortiz. I'll delve into that more later. Okay. I think I know where you're going to go with that, but I want to. I want to hear it. See, so. <laughs> All right, we'll go to the next one. This is the face of the revolution ladder match: Cody Rhodes, Scorpio Sky, uh, Pentel Zero Miedo, Lance Archer, Max Caster, and the mystery opponent. 
this to me um, could be match of the night when it's all said and done. Oh, absolutely. Um, this is going to be I, this is going to be a this is going to be one of those matches where you see something and you're going to cringe because it's oh, for sure. like oh Ooh. for sure Ooh. like <laughs> I hope he gets up. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm going yeah. Scorpio Sky. Okay. It's going to be SCU night. You know, obviously, you know, you would Cody, obviously, right? Um, Archer, who I think will be as a big man in a ladder match, I think he will do really well. Sometimes big men in ladder matches don't really work out that well. But I think he he will be good in this. Me personally, my favorite is Penta. So, like, I'm always going to pull for Penta, um, sure. even though I just picked Scorpio. I just think, like, Scorpio's been out. Um, he had a partial tear in his meniscus. So, that's why he's been off um, the last, you know, couple months here. Um, he was out on commentary. Now, whether that was just, you know, him coming out because of the, you know, build up against somebody else on the microphone, I just think, you know, you got to. He's somebody that you can tell stories with. He's great in the ring. Um, he's over with the crowd. So let me let's go with Scorpio to to get back in the fold here and somewhat of a surprise winner. I bought Scorpio Sky to win as well, but in the back of my head, <laughs> Cody Helmsley is just gonna just pull it out from underneath. <laughs> I I don't I really don't think Cody's gonna win this match. I have no, no, no. Even whenever the names were, even whenever the first three names were announced, and it was Cody, Penta, and Scorpio, I didn't I didn't initially go, oh, it's Cody. Like, why am I even gonna watch this match? I don't I don't get that vibe at all. Honestly, I, I think it, it's some it's gonna be somebody new, somebody fresh to match up with Darby with, um, and. I could be completely wrong, but I think Cody will Cody will do the honors and, and put over somebody in this match. Okay, who is Max Caster? He's from uh, the Acclaimed. Okay, the one that raps all the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Damn. One. Okay, he's automatically out. And <laughs> what is this for? This is this TNT is for, title the, shot. for for a future TNT title shot. Oh, TNT. Yeah. Wasn't it the big one last time? Wasn't it for the, the main belt? They've that done that, a yeah. Double order. Yeah, that was the double order. It was the other one, okay. Yeah. For the TNT, I'm going. <laughs> Cody was Cody was coming out the mouth. I'm going uh, TBD. Mystery okay. person. Nice. Okay. I mean, and. <laughs> <laughs> In pro wrestling, it's always whoever the the last minute edition is can sometimes be the safe bet for to win the match. Um, you know, we'll have to wait and see who it is to to justify that. Uh, I'm kind of feeling Donald what you're saying. I, something keeps telling me that Cody's winning this. Yeah, Cody's um, in second. Cody's yeah. Uh, I mean, it's so part. Of, I mean, part of the whole storyline between Team Taz and Darby and Sting has been that the TNT title has taken such a backseat with Darby. You know, yeah, he brings the title out, but they just haven't had him defend it week 
week in and week out like they had done previously with the TNT title. So I'm kind of, I don't know if, you know, they're going to wait for this match, the street fight to end and then start elevating him a little bit more with the title, or if they're going to go another direction to just put the title on somebody else. But yeah, my, my gut's telling me, Cody. All right. Who's your guest for uh, TBD? <laughs> Donald just got done making shrimp and grits in the kitchen. He that out before we started. Is that TBD? <laughs> oh man, that's great. That's great. All right, let's Wait, go on, you're street. throwing up the street fight, but who's your who's your guest for for the mystery person? Oh, I don't okay. know who it's going to be. Ooh. Will Hobbs could be TBD. <laughs> yeah. Could be. Could be. Yeah. It is not Will Hobbs. It's, it's Powerhouse Hobbs. You know, right. <laughs> I'm going with Sammy. Sammy? Is it is TBD? Yeah. That'll be a good I'll, one. Yeah, I'll say whoever the new signing is, that's who it's going to be. That's Big Show, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Street Fight. Um Team Taz, Darby Allen, and Sting. This has been ongoing um, for forever. Um, you know, forever, they, they, they they cooled it off for for a couple weeks and then picked it back up. So it gave it somewhat of a of a break to catch a breath and not feel like it, it's just been constantly the same thing for three months straight. Um, but I don't see. I mean, this this doesn't go any other way besetsing Sting and Darby going over. Like, yeah, I don't see Sting yeah. and Barry again. Yeah. Yeah. This, this, again. Isn't, this isn't WrestleMania booking. Sting's going <laughs> to win his first match in AEW. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> Starks and Cage. We can we can only get three out of the four. Huh? Only three out of the four. <laughs> uh-uh. Nah. I mean, nah this, oh man, this little honeymoon is over. Over. I, I, well, you're just a hater. When was there a honeymoon for you? This <laughs> done. God. I will, I will say. I, hopefully, you know. I don't know how how many times we're going to see Sting in a ring, but this entire match, I am going to be just nervous. Cringing. Like, <laughs> every little thing, and like we we talked about it on the pod before. Like it was yeah. the same way when Daniel Bryan came back. It was the same way when Edge mm-hmm. came back. Like hopefully over time and the more matches that he has, I don't expect him to to wrestle a full schedule like Edge has before Edge tore his tore his his uh, tricep or his pec, whatever it was. But um, I it's going to be uncomfortable watching this just because I'm still still nervous that you know one one bad bump and it's going to be really bad so mm-hmm. especially obviously he's head. obviously he's passed all the medicals and everything else and like i said before i really don't think they would put him out there if if it wasn't 150 percent medically cleared from multiple doctors um you know so yeah but i there's no way they lose this match no way I'm hoping they take it to the parking lot. So I said, so we'll see. Do you would you prefer a traditional street fight or would you prefer the cinematic style street fight? And Which cinematic, it could it could be even like how the parking lot brawl was cinematic between best friends and Santana Ortiz. Was Sting I either prefer cinematic or in the ring street fight? 
Do not go anywhere near anything outside. No, mm-hmm. no, no boiler room, no parking lot, no locker room, none of that. No gorilla. <laughs> After how well they did the first, you know, street fight, I would like to see that be the focus more. But Jason, at the same time, I can understand where you're coming from with that. I, I, I can definitely justify that. You know, it being more of a controlled element than, you know, a wild card. Who you got, Chris? Oh, I mean, I'm going Darby Allen's thing. I don't see there being any other. <laughs> I agree with you guys. Three out of four. <laughs> All right, let's go. Next All match. right, that's going to take us into the title matches for the night. So we'll start off with the AEW Women's World Championship, Oshida versus Rio. This this may be a sleeper match of the night when it's all said and done. Um, you know, story 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 leading into this. Obviously, we had the women's eliminator tournament. Um, surprised that that Rio, you know, she was the one that came out as the winner. But their interaction after she won, and you know, them throwing forearms at each other's face, <laughs> um, got me ready to go. So, yeah. you know, I'm excited for this match. I think it's going to be strong style Joshi wrestling that people in the States aren't used to seeing women do. So I hope so. It'll be a, it'll be a breath of fresh air for their women's division for that type of match. I go with Sheeta. Hopefully they let them go like they do over there. Cause it seems to be like toned down over here and they're like, you can see the difference when you watch them wrestle over there or like in their indie promotions. than when you see them on, AEW, which is crazy because Omega Omega runs the women's division along with Brandy and and Dustin, who mm-hmm. works with them, you know, in ring and promo wise. But like, you would think based off of his tenure in Japan and and being so so prevalent, you know, with the Joshi wrestlers over there, that like it all correlate. Yeah, it would correlate and it would come across. And maybe it's just because we haven't had the right matchup in the ring to do it. Like I said, I'm hoping this is the match where that style is shown because I really think it'll it'll show their their women's division in a different light if you have that style, hard hitting, fast paced, yeah. you know, knock your block off. Um it'll it'll be talked about, like I said, as a sleeper match in the night. And their women's division, it, it needs a shot in the arm. It does. It does. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Shido was supposed to be over in Japan the whole time while the Eliminator matches were going on. So, in a way, you know, she had firsthand. What, I don't know what her history is with her already. You know, they could have mm-hmm. fought numerous times in the past. Yeah, they, they have they have history. And then, you know, it was Shida, her, and Riho were the six women that or were in the initial – Six man women's tag match back yeah. at um what was it the all out was it all out? Yeah. Um, you know, and they they won. Um so yeah, I mean I'm going with Sheeta as well. Um yeah, Sheeta. Yeah. You know, I think the big money feud the big money feud is her and Brett. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would love to see that being the build up for double or nothing. I agree. Sheeta's Sheeta's pertaining, um I don't know if if uh, Rio here is going to be sticking around after this, or she has to go back to Japan. But I'd be surprised if they took the belt off Shida. All right, all right. Next, we'll go into the AEW World Tag Team Championship match of the Young Bucks versus Jericho and MJF. 
as you can all see, Chris is confused. He has an MJF scarf and a Cody Rhodes shirt, so he's still hoping that that budding friendship turns back around. <laughs> uh, sorry to say, I think Jericho and Cody is a much better friendship, um, you know, than than Cody and and MJF. Like I said, I don't the few the build up, and it's been so so for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, do I think it'll be a good match? I do. do. I think there's multiple ways they can go, which can lead to multiple storylines coming out of this match. Yes. Um, I think the Young Bucks will retain because this will lead to uh, some stuff with the inner circle. So I don't know, Chris, if that's where you were going with picking Santana and Ortiz earlier. Um but yeah, give me give me the young bucks to retain, move on, and then we we start to getting the the true implosion of the inner circle being kicked off here. I'm kidding, man. This is a hard one for me. It's a toss up. I can go both ways. Like the young bucks could retain, or I could see um, Jericho and MJF taking the belts, and then Ortiz and Santana getting jealous, like of the title shot they got, and they couldn't win, and MJF and Jericho got the belt, so. I'm at a push. <laughs> I don't know who I could pick. I'm going to go Young Bucks. Uh, they're going to carry this match. And I don't want to see them put belts on another thrown together tag, a WWE tag team. <laughs> Two singles coming together? Yeah. I don't, you don't need another one. You got uh, you're stacked in tag teams. Use them. Yeah. Jer- Jericho. Jericho. Mm-hmm. Jericho brought well. Jericho brought that up on the countdown show after Dynamite and said, "You know, yeah, we're, I'm a singles wrestler in a tag team match. Um, you know, have you Googled me lately? Like, I, I I'm a seven time tag team champ. Um, he said that on Dynamite. You know, like, um, I, I'm I, you know, I get it. You're you're throwing two singles people together. Although, you know, the the storyline is a little different. How those two singles got together? It's not just traditionally." how we've seen it done in the past. So there is some backstory behind how they got together, but yeah, um, I agree. Your, your tag team division is stacked. You have multiple teams that are true tag teams. So let them, let them get their shine. And like I said, work off other storylines with, with MJF either trying to take over the inner circle, you know, however, however you want to go with it. But I think that's, the bigger storyline that'll play out it from this is is inner circle beef. Yeah, <clears throat> that's that's exactly where I'm going with this. Um, this is the match where I see Sammy returning, and I think he's accidentally going to make uh, Jericho and MJF win this match. I think he's going to return to try to cost them the match, and it's going to turn it's going to turn on him. They're going to win the tag titles. And then, as I said before, Santa, Santana and Ortiz are getting the title shot. You know, that just the storyline of the imploding of the inner circle just continues over the coming months. I won't be if, if you're going to go that way and it ends up with Santana Ortiz with the belts, I'm fine with that. If that's not the way you're going to go. Then, oh, I definitely. That's then, then let, the, let, the, let the young bucks retain, and like I said, you can work towards that SCU storyline. Yeah. If Chris correctly calls this match, <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> so we're not going to publish this after we're done. This way that we can. This way we can't say that it went anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right, right. Shall we go on to the main event? Uh, yes, sir. All right. The exploding barbed wire death match: AEW champion Kenny Omega versus John Moxley. We we've hit on this uh, throughout the night tonight at different points talking about it. Um, I am very interested to see how they pull this off. Yeah, like I said on on the regular pod, um, I believe it's a match that can be pulled off in wrestling if done right in today's wrestling of twenty twenty one. Great touch, as I said earlier in this in this prediction show with Onita talking about it on Wednesday night. Um, the build up, the storyline. It's good that Omega was the one that selected this match, as we talked about on the pod last weekend, liked him being the one to call out the match and set it up. So I think this will be the culmination to Omega Moxley for now. Um, put them them two behind each other, each other's rear views, have them go different ways. Uh, but I, I see Kenny Omega winning this and moving on to bigger and brighter things. Yep. Omega with the win. Time to put Moxley to bed. He's been in the main event picture extremely too long for me. I am over extreme. Uh, what, what was it? CZW watched? Yeah. I think that may be the last thing I watch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Omega. He beats Moxley in his 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 uh atmosphere. You know. Yeah, I agree. I I don't see uh, Moxley retaining or uh, regaining the title in this match. I see Omega retaining. Um, I don't know when uh, Renee's due, so I don't know. Yeah, at some point, John's gonna have to take some time off. You know, what whether it's upcoming or still a few months down the road, but if this is the way they write him off a little bit, that would make sense. Um, but other than that, you know, Kenny, Kenny needs to step up and, you know, do what he said he was going to do a few weeks ago. And he needs to become the collector. It's time to move on with that and start addressing that. Yeah. All right. I'm good with that. So we got a cl- clean sweep for Omega. Um, no, no pun intended there. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so looking at this card, uh, <laughs> looking at this card overall, would uh, just off the top of your heads here, what do you think match of the night will be? I'm going with the ladder match. I agree, ladder match. No, no particular I'm just going with the ladder match because I just I just think they always team. Any ladder match seems to steal the show. And I mean the ones that that we have seen in AEW so far have have all been really good. Um, yeah. Whether it was you know the the Young Bucks versus Penta and Phoenix, mm-hmm. um, you know we had the the ladder match where where Cage debuted and freaking Chuck Darby like a shot put out of the ring into a ladder. Um, so yeah, I mean they they've done ladder matches well. Um, so that's not it's not a bad pick at all to go with the ladder match. Mm-hmm. All right, that's the show. Thanks for tuning in. Let us know what you got. <laughs> 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 I, I mean, it is. That will be it. <laughs> I mean, it's the one that makes the most sense. Just looking at the card, right? Like, 
I mean, there's definitely possibilities for other ones to steal. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Show, like, but... you know, like I said, the women's match to me, mm-hmm. if, it, if it's done right, that one could definitely be the one that steals the show. Um, Jericho and MJF and Young Bucks, you know, don't know if if MJF does more of the work in that match that has potential to be there as well. Um, I, you can't throw Moxley and Omega in there because the match is so different. I don't think that you would put that in a match of a night type category. That's going to be something that's going to be rated and looked at completely differently mm-hmm. um, when it when you're re- when you're going back through and reviewing the card afterwards. So I might have um, a moment, moment of the night. Oh uh, yeah, it, it, oh, well, moment of night for sure is going to either be the ladder match or that. Like there's there's no doubt about it. Now I will I will say you know I believe. Typical or usual exploding barbed wire death matches has a 15-minute clock on them. It counts down to zero, um, and then the you know everything explodes um, minus the stuff that goes off during the match itself. But that's the that's the big payoff. So I don't know if they will put a clock up for it um, and, and do it and go back to like true original barbed wire deathmatch stipulation or they'll do something different and, and put their own twist on it. I don't so, need the clock, but I could see them going traditional in this sense for how they've been building it up. Well, if you go to the clock, do you do 15 minutes or would you make it longer? Isn't there, isn't there regular 20? Uh, I know when when Bully Ray and and LaGreca were talking about the match initially after Omega announced it, um, you know they were saying that it was you know typically it was fifteen minutes you get put up there and then you'd have the countdown to zero. So I think if you're going to do the clock, I, I'd say you you would go. I I wouldn't go any more than twenty, which yeah. for an AEW main event, twenty is is short. But I think yeah, given yeah. the given the given the style of match, I don't think. You go any longer than 20. Yeah. So, all right. That's the show, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Let us know. Give us your predictions, your breakdowns on the card. We're either going to come off really smart, but as the name says, we are dumb marks and probably got none of this correct. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in. Uh, Join us live tomorrow at 11 a.m. Eastern time for your regular Saturday brunch bunch as we talk all things in sports, pro wrestling, drink some beer, Movies, TV, game shows, everything of the likes. Um, And until next time, you can catch us around the way.